Welcome to NFTeach, presented by Packrib Media. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. Really excited to be with you today. Had the chance to speak with Newbie, and we get into her NFT story, how she got started in the space, as well as her work with Eternal, which is super interesting as well. Um, Eternal sort of sits at the intersection of Web3 and streaming, so I think it's a really interesting topic of conversation there. Uh, I think we should just jump into this episode, uh, and don't worry, if you're a newbie fan, she gives us some of the, the moments that I love from her, which are the very, very fun, get off my lawn, I'm pissed and I'm not going to take it anymore, newbie moments, uh, and she's part of the Ladies Night stream on a regular basis with guests like the Pseudos and Swicky in Corporate Trash, uh, Tatiana Dumas has been on as well, which is one of the best uh, pieces of NFT-based content, one of the most fun to watch uh, that there is. So without further ado, let's jump into it with my very special guest, newbie. Here we go. Joining me on the Packrip Media guest line is newbie. Newbie, welcome to NFT. How are you today? Hey, Jeremy, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. It's actually getting a little bit cold in California right now. So I think I'm coming down with cold, but it's all good. It's all good. Hey, I'm appreciative that you would uh, push through and soldier on for me today and uh, help me get this episode made. It is still like 107 degrees in Dubai. So I'm dreaming of cooler weather, but it is not yet happening uh, for me, but hopefully soon. Newbie, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, Big, been a huge fan of the Ladies Night stream. I've caught a bunch of them. It was a lot easier when I was back in the U.S. for the summer because uh, the time that they would happen was a lot easier for me to to pay attention and, and watch what was going on. But that's a great stream. Um, became a huge fan of Corporate Trash. Uh, of course, was already a huge fan of Swicky uh, and, and the Pseudos. So uh, really excited to have you on. But let's just start with how did you get involved in this weird ass NFT space to begin with? Let's start there. Yeah, of course. I think like a lot of people, I started really with Top Shot. It was something that my fiance and his friends were doing at the time. And I just thought, oh, wow, that's like pretty cool. They were pretty big into physical cards before. So them taking that digitally was something else. And then when they had the Zoom meeting about it, I was just there. And while they were doing it, I was signing up also. And that's pretty much how I got involved. So I signed up for Top Shot. And then the community was super cool. It was, we were all still in Discord, staying up until 3 a.m. looking for pack drops. Um, and then I got really involved with the community. I made friends. That's where I met Jennifer and Steph to begin with. And then we went to all different Discords. And then I started creating content. I think we pretty much started creating content um, at the same time. They were doing YouTube and Twitch, and I was doing blogs. And that's just how I got involved after Top Shot it just snowballed into a lot of different other NFTs and I've been a part of like a thousand discords by now. Yeah. How many servers are you, are you signed up in? Like if I clicked in your discord account, what would I see on the left side? You know what? I'm doing pretty good. I actually cleaned my server list and they're all now in like neat little folders because now I look at all notifications for the servers, like the at everyone's, um, just to make sure I'm actually checking the projects that I want to be checking. So if I find myself not liking the notifications that I'm getting or like not really caring about them, then I leave the server. 
like no offense to to the servers I love. It's just like I I have to manage it somehow. Yeah, I I have like it's turned into Marie Kondo land for me. Like when I clean sure. up my servers and I like reduce them by seventy percent, there's just something really therapeutic about it for me. It makes me feel really good. Okay, so yeah. you you start with Top Shot. What's the first non Top Shot NFT project that got your attention uh, as a collector? Oof. Um... I, I really can't remember, but the one that I remember the most, and people will laugh laugh at this because it's called Crypto Junk. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard it, but it's like the lower part of Googling the body. as we speak. <laughs> Actually, Crypto maybe you junk. could describe it for the people. Um, but yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, I just saw the description, and um, it's it's – it is uh, crypto junk. It is genitalia, pixelated <laughs> crypto genitalia. It is described on their website as the blockchain's dirty little secret. Uh, yeah, this I've never seen this before. This is new learning for me. On NFTeach, we are here to provide learning for the people. And we've gotten to pixelated genitalia within four minutes of this episode. So I feel like we're doing our job today. It's actually a really cool project because it had like the casino thing where it reveals like the junk piece by piece and you're like, oh, I got a girl junk or I got boy junk. But it's really funny. It's meant to be like kind of a funny thing. And the group behind it is actually really good. They're the ones who are doing the worm. Um, I don't know if you're familiar, but this was like their very first project. It is something, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I feel like I need to just put this tab to the side and just come back here when we get done and just fully understand everything that I'm, I'm looking at and reading right now because uh, I have never heard of this project until now. So new learning yeah. for me. So crypto junk, you find this and like obviously couldn't be probably more different than NBA Top Shot as as a project. So like you get into this first sort of non. Top Shot project, and um, you're enjoying sort of the the roadmap and the community and what they're doing, and it's interesting how they're revealing, and and sort of like what are sort of the next sort of dominoes that fall in your collection, not in any specific order, but like you you get to this project, and then what other ones start to attract you? Um, oh gosh, it's so hard to look back now because I feel like all of the days and the months have merged together, and I don't even know what came first <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Um, let me see. I understand. Gosh, I don't you, really know. I do remember. I want to. I want to say that you were like you were into the doggos. Was that you on the on the stream that was collecting the board ape kennel club? Or no, it was yeah. the. It wasn't the board ape. It's top dog. Top dog. Top beach dog. club. Yep, that's yeah, what top, it was. Top dog beach club is actually honestly one of the the projects that really connected with me just because they had like such a robust roadmap and. You watch the stream, so you know how big I am on, on having a roadmap. You know, like a lot of the projects now just have pretty much the same roadmap. Like at one point we were doing games and then another ma- another month we were doing um, merch and then now we're doing tokens. It's like it's all the same, just masking different projects. And Top Dog Beach Club at the time was like they had such a robust roadmap that I was like, oh, wow, cool. And their devs were very active. There were docs. They had like a clear plan of what they were going to do. And even now, like even though Top Dog Beach Club, like it's like at what, 0.15 or something from 0.08. Like they're doing good, 
But they're building so much. They're just not very hype. But they're building so much at the back end. That- See, I think, newbie, that that's where we're going. I think we're going from, we're going to go from the point, we're going to go 2x and 3x instead of 10x and 100x. And that's going to become mm. the margin of success. Those margins are going to shrink. Uh, and, and it, you know, this sort of meteoric, like, you know, the floor is going to like 10x overnight, I think it's going to, it's going to start, it's not going to happen as frequently. And I think that those, those are going to be the winners. And it's going to, I I think for me, like I've never put something in my wall that I didn't want to hold on to. Like I just Mm -hmm. haven't, like if it looks like, if it looks terrible and I don't like it, like I'm, I'm not minting, even if it could be really valuable. Um, But I, I do think that there's a huge subset of collectors right now that are doing the day trading thing. And I just don't see that being sustainable because you hear people getting wrecked on uh, a different, a bunch of different projects where the floor just sort of fell out. So I want to stay there with you. Like you talked about roadmaps and them being very predictable. And I, I've seen the tweet from you that was talking about sort of that, that same sort of idea about we're going to do games. We're going to do airdrops. We're going to do tokens. Like, is there a project other than, uh, uh, top dog beach club that you sort of would look at and say like, yeah, these guys and gals are doing it differently or they have a different vision for this. That's sort of pushing the envelope and making it not feel so predictable. Right. There's a lot of projects, even ones that I'm not involved in. And you could see these projects as the one that's actually leading um, people, right? Like BAYC has been huge, cool cats. They have like really good devs and, like a plan and a lot of projects on flow because they're not like really generative avatar pieces that the devs are like oh let's just sell it and then figure out what the roadmap's going to be later these projects have like backing they have white papers they actually know where they're going what they're building and all that stuff so i'm with you on that like a lot of these projects definitely are not going to make it but as far as making it like overnight 10xing overnight i think we're kind of a waste away from that not existing just because of how the current culture of the nft space is like we know people who are legit pumpers and dumpers and somehow we still follow them because you know what someone's making money um it's just very unfortunate for the space for the new people coming in for those who are not informed because then they're the ones who are eating all the losses and that just turns a lot of people off and also, like, that's how other people outside of the NFT space see us, right? Like, things go hyperbolic and then go crashing down. And if I'm an outsider looking at it, I'm going to be like, okay, yeah, that sounds 100% like a scam. And I think that's, like, one of the things that we really should be wary about as a community. I, I think that's fair. And I think that's why I'll always love Top Shot. Like, I trust the NBA and I trust Dapper and I trust what they do. Uh, and, and I think more and more i'm i'm noticing that i'm minting teams and people as much as art at this point like I, I, i'm a huge wanderers fan i really like the art right. i like the team and i like what they're doing uh, and i'm just i'm a fan i'm a huge africa to the world fan and pineapples day out and so it doesn't matter what she's making i'm gonna mint just because I, I i like the way she creates and i believe in her as an artist and i think that for me that's what matters but I'm also not trying to 10x as my goal when I'm purchasing. And right. I don't know what per- corporate trash could probably tell me more than anyone. Like what percentage of this space is the 
I want a 10 X. I don't really give a shit what I put in my wallet and what <laughs> it, and what percentage of people are I'm here to collect and what p- percentage of people are in the middle. Like, I don't know what that breakdown is, but I, I think that the, yeah, maybe the 10 X's will continue for a while, but um, that's why I always come back to top shot because in the end, maybe it's not going to shoot up overnight three uh, X, four X on something, but I don't worry about the bottom falling out of it and going to zero either. You know what I mean? And I like right. collecting cause I like sports and I like basketball. So I just feel like for me, it's a safer place. If I want to do some spending, I don't feel as risky about it than I do with the other NFT projects. Yeah. I totally agree with that. So you, when you started collecting uh, top shot and then to the other NFT projects, what point does do you start to look at this and go, you know, maybe like I should be thinking about working within this space, like from a career perspective, like I'm, I'm interested in this. This feels like something that may be something I could professionalize and, and do as a job. Yeah. So when I, w- I was working in tech consulting um, while I was doing NFTs and for a while I've been writing content in the NFT space as, as well. And I find it taking more and more of my time, like after work, there's nothing that I'm doing aside from looking at NFTs and like being in the community. Um, I really didn't think it was going to be like a full career transition. I've been wanting to move to a startup kind of thing. I just didn't know it was going to be a startup in the NFT space. The opportunity kind of presented itself. Um, Eternal reached out to me at one point and I was like, oh my gosh, this is just the culmination of all my hobbies. Like I like gaming, I like NFTs, I'm in tech. So it was just, it was pretty much perfect. So, yeah. And and can we talk about Eternal and, you know, what platform is it built on? What's what's the purpose of Eternal and, and what is Eternal aiming to do? Because maybe some people aren't, aren't familiar, aren't aware. Yeah, absolutely. So Eternal is a platform that's currently on Flow. And what Eternal is, is for the people familiar with Top Shot, it's pretty much Top Shot for gaming and streaming. So instead of NBA basketball players, our moments are made up of clips from Twitch streamers and esports players. And the goal of Top Shot really is to create this new creator economy where creators are not, you know, only making perpetual revenue through continuously seeking sponsorships or donations, but this will be like perpetual revenue for them because every time their moment gets sold, they get a cut of it. But the bigger picture of that is that it's also good for the fans because it gives them a new way to engage with these creators. We're very, very big with innovating utility and making creators and fans engage in new ways that they've never done before. Like we've launched autographs, we're going to launch a bunch more other things that are really exciting that in reality, when you go to a creator, like an esports player right now, you don't have any way to communicate with them aside from, I guess, watching their games. But, you know, owning their moments, like owning something they did in a tournament that's so good, it's kind of cool. Like, it could be, like, a part of your collection. But also, like, some utilities that that moment offers would, like, energize that interaction even more. Well, it 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 comes at an interesting time where the Web2 social media platforms, i.e. TikTok, 
YouTube and Twitch, people are are waking up to the idea that content creators need millions of subscribers to monetize those in sort of a, a healthy way. And now, you know, what what the, the tokenizing does is it really allows you to focus on growing community versus trying to just get as many pure followers as you can, which is right. a different game. And I, I had this in the Robert Powers video coin episode, just a great one if the audience hasn't listened to yet, where we talk about video NFTs and the power that that it brings. And so I think that it's really well positioned right now because people are waking up to the idea of like, wow, you know, like these these people on YouTube have or Twitch have millions of subscribers and streamers, but that monetization structure is not great for the creator. Mm-hmm. It 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 it's not a, a great situation for them. And I, I think video NFTs have the potential to do for content creators and streamers what you know, happened with NFTs and digital art, you know, over the past six months, I think that that, that sort of thing is happening. So um, if people are interested, like, where is eternal art? I mean, like, I know that I saw that they're doing a CSGO sort of like challenge right now, but like, can, can people start buying and are they called moments? What are they called? And then can people start buying them from now? They are called moments um, and you can buy them in the marketplace. We're having our next drop on October 22nd for flow fest. Um, yeah, so we're dropping pa- packs then um, by like some of the bigger, biggest creators that we've um, worked with so far. So it's going to be exciting. That's really cool. So is there anything newbie that you have? I told you before we recorded, when I first talked to you about recording, that one of my favorite aspects of you is when you give me the sort of <laughs> newbie, get off my lawn, I'm pissed and I'm not going to take it anymore uh, factor of something that's really bothering you in the space. Do you have one right now of something that is really irking you that uh, I can give you the microphone and the platform to just just tee into and lay into? Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much the same thing, Jeremy. And I think you've saw me, you've seen me tweet about this before. You know how there are some influencers or so called influencers in the space who really don't have the good of the people in mind and I just hate people who fall for these things you know they're gonna say like oh I'm launching this one particular project but don't buy it wink wink and then at the same time being like oh if you if you don't believe then you're not gonna make it or you know this is gonna be like a loyalty program you just have to believe in me and it's gonna skyrocket or whatever and then after a while, people are like, okay, nothing's happening with this project. And then the influencer would come back and be like, well, I told you not to buy it. So it's like, what kind of game are we playing here? Like you're, <laughs> you're playing with how people trust you, you're taking advantage of them and all that stuff. So it, it really doesn't sit well with me. And I just really want the people to wisen up to these people and like kind of protect themselves. Like if you're making money off of it, I guess, good for you. But you have to realize at some point this is not sustainable for this space in general. Yeah. I think how celebrities enter the space is another area that I'm sort of keeping my eye on because we've all seen the sort of Mike Tyson. Hey, I have a cool cat. Oh, by the way, I'm dropping this like cash grabby NFT project tomorrow. Will you buy it? thing? You know, we've seen it even with Shaq all of a sudden he's releasing NFTs like, <laughs> and, and God, I love Shaq. I hope I get his, his run it back tomorrow, but that's a story for another time. I mean, 
So the, the story that I'll, I'll take you to is my good friend, Desert Mentor. Um, he's been helping Elvin, which is the art of Yasmin, 13-year-old amazing artist. She just dropped right. her project. She sold out. It was amazing. And they're doing a full breast cancer awareness uh, project under the Elvin brand. And my friend, Desert Mentor, reached out to a multimillionaire singer, singer and actor who just started to get into the space and asked if if he would be interested in donating 0.01 ETH to the breast cancer awareness uh, campaign. And it it's clear and clean, you know, all the documents are in order, everything's done right. And the response from, from this dude was, I usually charge 0.5 for a retweet, but I'll give oh, you okay. two tweets for 0.5, you know, like your lucky day. So no, there's a grimy factor mm-hmm. to this. And I think like, that's even why, like, I'm even... It, it's sort of like I look at this like the indie rock movement, you know, like I, I look at some of these people that I trust and believe in and I just want to support them because I I trust and believe in them. And um, that combined with the art are sort of like my go to's. But again, I don't have a huge desire to 10x. Even my top shot strategy is I'm a team collector. I love the Chicago Bulls. Um, and, and that's why I'm collecting. So I think it is sort of like up to like what your motivations are. So I guess that. That's going to take me to my last question for you, newbie, which is what are your motivations in the space? Like as a collector and as an active member and participant of this community, like what is it that brings you back that makes you want to look for the next collection to, to ape into or to get into? Like what drives you? I mean, what drives me really is the community and the belief in the technology behind blockchain technology. And that's why my motivation really is not necessarily profiting or finding the next base but more of like being able to educate people as to what the space is bringing other audiences into the space like i've experienced this a lot with eternal you know there's a ton of resistance from people outside the nft space i think we've seen a twitter thread recently where nfts were brought up to this one artist and the, the comments were just like you know like it's his cam and all that stuff So I'm really passionate about educating people as to what this technology can be. Um, Yeah, because I think it is, it's it's pretty much what the future is going to be. I know there's a lot of resistance, but we're going to keep on breaking that wall. But at the same time, as the community, we really need to be more diligent about the things that we are seeing. Yeah. For example, and I'm going to go. Go ahead. um, Go give me an example get off my lawn again here. Okay? Yes, good, good, good. Bring it. As much, like, listen, I'll stay up for hours if you're going to go get off my lawn, newbie. Keep going. The floor is yours, no. my friend. But this just reminded me so much, like your example of the DM reminded me so much of one DM that leaked out of this one person that's very prominent in the space who's like really a pumper and dumper. And we've seen exactly like this DM about this crap project that this person doesn't know about. And he's like, yeah, I'll charge three to four ETH per tweet. And, you know, like we see this is what's happening. We saw, we see this person really doesn't care. He just wants to pumps. And yet we still follow this person. It's just crazy to me, honestly. Yeah. It, I, I, there wasn't another member in the space. And we might be talking about the same person actually, who said, I'm going to switch out my profile photo for 0.1 ETH per day to any project that messages me. And I'm just thinking in my head, like if the art is shit, like why would you want that as your profile photo, right. even for point one, because you're you're putting your name on this and you're gonna be associated with this. And 
I don't know. I, I, I think that you're, you're spot on that there, like there is a sort of um, the pump and dump thing is very, very real. And I, and even the top shot market can be susceptible to manipulation. We've seen some instances, okay. you know, that have happened in the past with that and the bottlenecks and all, all, all of this thing happening. And there is a sort of uh, fragility to this space in general because, you know, the, the market isn't very big still. There's still not a ton of people in it. And I do wonder, you know, it, it is pretty ripe for um, bad actors to, to get involved and, and to manipulate things. But I, I, I mean, that's, I think, to my point of like why I just don't believe that there's going to be these rocket projects left, right and center happening for that much longer because people are getting smarter. People are becoming more critical and people are getting burned more often by this sort of rocket project that just sort of never gets off the floor. And I mean, I'm not hoping for things to fail, but, you know, I I don't think we have uh, a bunch more crypto junks in the pipeline, newbie, that are going to be coming (laughs) out to to set the world on fire. I think we're their crypto junk is few and far between, uh, I'm afraid. And uh yeah, so I guess I want to hand it over to you. Anything else you want to get off your chest before we get done today? Um, we, we've talked about Eternal. We've talked about your journey as a as a collector and how you got into the space. But anything you want to mention before we uh, wind wind up here? Um, nothing really. I think I I care a lot about people, even though I have like this very <laughs> stoic facade. I really don't like people getting taken advantage of and I hate, really, really, really hate these influencers getting attention when all they've been doing is like ripping people off. Like I get the idea that some people are like, well, they've made me money or, well, you know, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, they've made you money, but who did who did that affect at the end of all of this? And, and so, you know, trust is built over a lifetime and destroyed in a second, a wise person said to me once. And, you know, these these people, their names are good until they're not. And when you you engage in sort of nefarious activities and your rep goes from being someone who's like I think of Zeneca 33 as like an example of someone who's really just trying to provide education mm-hmm. to people and give people information and help them make their own decisions um, versus some of the more nefarious actors in the space people will at some point stop listening and and find someone who has sort of better intentions in mind. And I think similar to what you're saying, I just hope that the space gets safer and I hope it gets safer really soon because I think the wave of people coming has yet to happen yet. Right. Right. And I don't want those people getting wrecked and making really poor choices and hopefully there'll be more things in place to keep people safer. So I share that sentiment with you of protecting others and keeping them safe, not getting overextended because there's a Mm -hmm. lot of FOMO going on. And uh, it, it is very, very much real. Newbie, I want to thank you for coming on. Um, let's get more as, you know, when you have a big sort of drop coming for Eternal, let's get you back on and talk through that and, and make sure that we give that some attention because I'm super, super uh, pumped about this idea of content creators and streamers uh, monetizing their talents in a more fair and equitable way. Um, I think that gives more people access to the creator economy across the world, which I think is super, super important. So I just want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us today. Um, where can people find you on social? Yeah, of course. Um, first of all, Jeremy, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. I hope to see you in New York if you're going. I am. I will be oh, there. Oh, nice. It's my first Amazing. official assignment for my new work. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I will be there. 
yeah, to everyone, I'll be in New York. Please say hi if you see me. You can find me on Twitter at NFT Newbie um, or at Discord. I'm going to be, it's just at Lil Newbie and my number is like number 0001. Someone messages you pretending to be me and it's not number 0001. That's not me. So, yeah. Yeah, and you can ask what was the first non-Top Shot project you got into? And if they don't say crypto junk, <laughs> it is not the real newbie. Run as fast as you can. Newbie, thanks so much for coming on and uh, looking forward to having you on again in the future. Of course. Thank you so much, Jeremy. I want to thank Newbie for joining the show. Uh, it was a great interview and a lot of fun to make. Um, you can check her out at NFT Newbie, which is at NFT N-O-O-B-I-E on Twitter. And check out the work of Eternal also, which you can find in her Twitter bio. As always, thanks as we've eclipsed 40,000 downloads. It blows my mind. Thank you all so much for your support and kindness. I look forward to telling more stories on behalf of Packbird Media. It is Dr. Jeremy signing off saying take care of yourselves and each other. Good night. Good night.